0: Enlighten me, bitch, I be a boss, I got the sauce, no point in fighting me Demons leave them torch, I run my kingdom, call me sire, we never taking L's, only lessons No, we never counting fails, only blessings, never stressing I said, enlighten me, bitch, I be a boss, I got the sauce, no point in fighting me Gang, they hyping me, rightfully I am stable, I am able, I am wealthy, full of health On a ride. I got the belt, you got a problem? Check yourself, bitch I'm gonna um, airplane mode, this hoe. Oh,
1: airplane mode, this
0: hoe. Airplane mode, that hoe.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Enlighten Me, bitch. Neil Nanda, Nanda. That's good,
0: Nanda. It it's Nanda-, Nanda like a Honda. Ah! You fucked it up. Are First you- sentence of the podcast. Fucked heard- up my name.
1: Heard-
0: Unbelievable. Out.
1: I already fucked up. So, we were just talking about being cremated. Yeah. Rolling.
0: Yeah, that's like a, uh, I'm Hindu. Uh, I'm not. You know what's interesting is I'm. I don't believe I'm not Hindu like religiously, but I told my mom that when I was a kid, and she was like, "Not your choice." <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean it's not my choice? It's a belief. I like, I can choose to not believe it." She's like, "No, it's in your blood." I was like, "But I don't believe it." She's like, "You gotta get rid of your blood if you don't want to be Hindu." I was like, "All of it?" She's like, to give me your blood if you don't <laughs> want to be Hindu." So I'm Hindu by culture and by not choice. So we cremate. And we throw the ashes in the, the Ganges River, the the most the most sanitary river in the world. Uh, it's a beautiful drinking water. Just pure, you know. That's in, where you
1: sprinkle the ashes? You
0: sprinkle the ashes in the Ganges. In it's,
1: what city is that in?
0: I have no idea.
1: I, I've been in India? In
0: India, yeah, okay. yeah. The water in India is already so pure and amazing. And then they throw ashes in it so it's even, you know, cleaner. <laughs> and uh, But that's the tradition. My parents or uh, have told me that it's not my choice. I'm gonna be cremated. And you know what? If I had to choose, I would choose to be cremated because we were just talking about cemeteries are dumb. They're so stupid.
1: They really are it's a waste
0: of land. Like <laughs> I was saying, like if you're homeless, wouldn't you hate every cemetery? Yeah. That's shelter, as housing, but just for you to go and then throw flowers that die there with your dead family. It's it's so stupid.
1: It is so stupid. I've never understood why people bring flowers to the dead graves right it's really weird we it just, is really we just weird. cremated my brother in august and he was very vocal about mm-hmm. wanting to be cremated so obviously we honored his wish did you keep the to urn
0: be... where the urn at he's in. A... where that urn at
1: that urn is at mm-hmm. my parents house. how funny would it be if you're like <laughs> actually
0: he's pulled out his urn well
1: by the way i had to fly across the country because he died in california
0: mm-hmm. so
1: i had to fly with his ashes on a plane to south carolina my boyfriend was with me You know, I like asked him, I was like, should we tell the lady sitting next to us?
0: Yeah. You know, if brothers on my lap, I I flew across the country with uh, a powdery substance. I'd be in prison (laughs) right now. So that's amazing that you were able to do that.
1: TSA definitely checks that it's bomb free.
0: Yo, you know, what would be funny is, if you know, in like cop movies when they cut the bag of cocaine open and they taste it. How funny would it be like? pure brother or whatever you know whatever they say they always say like pure oh Colomb- my God, they always yes. say pure Colombian cocaine yeah, it's always the lie it's always like pure and i'm like why the cops gotta do the coke though they should know it's illegal right like they that's their job to know that they shouldn't be doing cocaine but every cop movie they're like i gotta make every, sure
1: every cop movie the cop always breaks into the the evidence
0: room. You know it would be hilarious—a modern one, right? Where they got the cocaine bag and the dude does it, and then 30 minutes later he dies because it's cut with fentanyl. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be so funny. Like what happened to Captain Rogers? It's like that's actually
1: yeah. how my brother died—is from fentanyl. fentanyl. Oh, yeah.
0: that was a terrible joke. <laughs> to make it's okay. I'm so sorry Neil,
1: do you know how hard it is to offend me yeah I, it's pretty figured, fucking
0: hard. <laughs> I figured but I didn't know I was gonna hit that close to that's okay home. that
1: was my karma for fucking up your name
0: yeah you fucked up my name I get one <laughs> fentanyl joke okay I get one I did it so we good. we're even
1: that's okay actually these two drug dealers in Orange County just got busted were mm-hmm. an amount of fentanyl that could kill 4.2 million people it's insane it's- well
0: what's insane is the amount that can kill you Oh, and what's also insane is that it's a prescription drug. Yeah. Like, we're just giving that shit out. And yeah. then it's like, hey, don't do this much or you'll die. And I'm like, yeah. why, are you, why are you giving it out?
1: Yeah. But it's it's weird because there has to be different grades of fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Because my brother willingly did fentanyl. He
0: was willingly? An addict. Yeah, he oh, was an addict. No. Mm-hmm.
1: He'd overdosed, I think, 14 or 15 times when he died. It was the 15th time he was doing all these different grades of fentanyl that they, I guess they weren't strong enough to kill him. Right. And then it's like one time and he's out. Because you hear these stories. He may stories- have
0: had like a tolerance or something at that point Probably. also. Probably. Yeah. Because you
1: hear these stories about these people who do fentanyl one time and they die.
0: Yeah, and they do like this much. It's like yeah. as much that as can fit on a penny or some shit right. I read somewhere on the internet, which has to be true. It's, it's a minuscule amount. And that's what's yeah. crazy. And it's so apparently very cheap and easy to get. Mm-hmm. So it's just cut into everything. Yeah. So I don't touch that shit. I don't touch nothing that could... I, I, I smoke weed. I don't think somebody's sprinkling fentanyl on weed. You You'd know what be I'm
1: surprised. Saying? For real? Yeah. When Why I was, are you
0: sprinkling it on weed? Well,
1: when I was in college, it's I'm a- already weed. So I'm allergic to coding, and when okay. I was in college, someone passed me a blunt that was laced with codeine. and I had started okay. going into anaphylactic shock. Holy
0: shit! So I shit. think people
1: put things in blunts sometimes when they're fucked well, up, saying, and they don't. We really- live in L.A.
0: I go to the store, you know. Oh yes, yeah, so you're just you smoking know. your own. I'm oh, smoking yeah. my own shit, and like I'm smoking shit that comes out of package. Yeah, I don't think MedMen is yeah, having Med-Men's fentanyl not in their joints. that shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm going to the Whole Foods of weed. You know what I'm saying?
1: My mom calls it the Apple
0: Store. It's the Apple Store weed, straight up. But it's the funniest thing is now when I go get weed, there's always a mom, always, always a mom who definitely hates her kids. Definitely (laughs) a mom who's like, "Fuck Brian." I need to get high. What is gonna make me not care that Brian is it won't shut the fuck up? That's what <laughs> weed. Weed, yeah. Which kind? I need that kind because Brian won't fucking stop playing shit on his iPad. I need to fucking go to sleep. You know, and so there's always a mom every time. Going I, to the
1: weed store is a good place to observe people. I, they hate me in there because every time I go in there, I'm like, I don't really smoke that much weed, but you know, I want something that makes me feel good. Yo, it's getting wild. I wanna wild. laugh.
0: <laughs> it's getting wild now. The percentage of THC in the bitch, it's uh, unfair. Fucking real. Yeah,
1: it makes me too high. It gives me too much anxiety.
0: When I moved here, it was like 5 to 15% max. It was like 15 max. 15 was like, yeah. yo, you're going to be so stoned. You don't even know who you are. And like I would smoke it, but oh, who am I? You know, <laughs> I would do that shit. And then now it's like you can't get it for less than 20%. It's 20% Is that above. a lot? That's a lot. It's double than what it was when I moved here. I mean, like, how much
1: percent of alcohol is in like Tito's like, vodka? Like
0: a Tito's, it's like 80%. Proof, probably 40 percent like. Okay, so 20
1: uh, percent doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, but
0: it, it, it's which a drug though is weed though like we we start it's so funny that we act like weed's not a drug anymore. That's know, the funniest shit to on. me. Yeah, it is funny. People are just like, yeah, it's just weed. I'm like, it's you're smoke. Are you smoking something in your lungs? <laughs> is that going? Your, and people are like, oh, it's good for you. I'm like, it's not, it can't be. Yeah. There's no way, it's good for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think anything's good for you.
0: I just want people to just admit, like, or just like, yeah, it's not good for me while I smoke it. You know what I mean? Like, people, like, smoke cigarettes, people drink alcohol. Like, you don't gotta try to find a health benefit in everything.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what
0: I'm saying? Like, I has, I had a two slices of pizza today. That's not... And I'm lactose. So I'm, gl- <laughs> so I'm glad you're sitting over there. But also, <laughs> I know it's not good for me. And they're fat Prince Street Sicilian slices. Oh, that's... that's I ain't a no good bitch. <laughs> I ain't no bitch, camera.
1: I mean, listen, if you're going to eat cheese mm-hmm. on a lactose intolerant body, you might as well go for the gold. Get I the do good it.
0: shit. I, I hit the lactate, though. I always hit uh, the lactate oh, before. Oh, does yeah. that work? Uh,
1: Am uh, I going to find out that it doesn't you work? You're about to find
0: out, <laughs> yeah. It does work, and it, what it really does is it makes it less painful, because I get like okay. stomach pain oh, when yeah. I have too much dairy, and so lactate gets rid of that. There's still be some, you know, exchange. Okay. Out here. Not I I took care of don't worry, I'm gonna have to
1: ask you to leave. Yeah, I might
0: have to go. (laughs) I I don't know how I came in this hot. I came in and I was like, (laughs) yo, I'll be farting out here today. All day, no, it helps. It gets rid of I say seventy five, eighty percent of it. Uh-huh. It's usually like like after I eat lactose, it's usually like the next like hour. That's a problem.
1: Yeah,
0: a- or hour to two hours. So it's been a minute. Don't worry, we're we're chill. Okay. And I take the lactate.
1: You know what? You're gonna be that, all right. That was really considerate of you mm-hmm. to wait an hour. I
0: did. I waited out. a couple hours. Yeah. So <laughs> wow. You're couple. You're very welcome. That's I great. did it for you.
1: Speaking of uh, stomach problems and the fresh water in India, mm-hmm. you know I went to India in 2020. Mm -hmm. Had a big trip there.
0: Oh, right. I saw the photos. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, no, it was a really cool trip, but I ended up in the emergency room on my fourth day there. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you don't get a parasite in your stomach while you're in India, you don't get the full experience. You
0: didn't go to India. No. They've tricked you. (laughs) They've tricked you. You're in Singapore or some shit. You're not even in the right country. I I thought I
1: was going to die.
0: Yeah, I had an experience very similar.
1: The ER doctor was like, ma'am, you're fine. Just throw it up. Get it out.
0: You'll be fine tomorrow. Yo, it's I just w- part
1: of the experience. It's part of the
0: experience. When I was 13, 14, middle school ish, I went to India, we're in Delhi, and I insisted on eating street food, which is the best food ever. Right. And my mom was like, No, you're gonna die. And I was like, No, but I really want street food. So my cousin snuck me yeah. street food. He was like, Oh, you want this shit? I was like, That's the shit I want. That's the shit I do like, you know? So we, <laughs> I have Pani Puri, and Pani Puri. It, it's uh, puri is a pastry uh-huh. and pani means water. And it's so funny that pani means water because what they do is they put a spicy water into the to the paste the 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 like uh tough yeah. pastry yeah, thing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And um what's funny is that they call that water and it's literally brown. And I'm like, that's water to y'all? That's what oh you God. call water? Oh. It's weird. They should name it something different, right? It's yeah. Bonnie is if I said this, hey, pass me the Bonnie, this is Bonnie. And then also Bonnie Buri has a brown water you put in the thing.
1: I'm like, just call it something different. That's how uh Indians must feel about like they're there and there.
0: Mm. Oh, I, I guess, yeah. You know I mean? Possibly. They um have this spicy brown water you put into it and it's street food, and they give you so much. They give you as much as they possibly can. And it's really good. It's my favorite food. The next, portions
1: in India are very large.
0: They're large. They don't They don't fuck around. They do not fuck. Can I cuss on this podcast? I've, yeah, been, I've just say, saying horrific say what, shit already. Whatever the fuck you want. I eat it. The next day, I can't get up. I cannot get out of bed. I'm so, like, sick and, like, vomiting and, like, it's not good. I can't, like, move. I had to literally, I remember being carried to a car. Oh. Carried into the hospital. Oh, yeah. And I'm laying down on the bed, and I remember just, like, waking up. Like, coming to. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in a fucking coma or some shit. I didn't realize it was what it was food poisoning anything. I thought I had typhoid fever or like malaria or some so I asked the doctor the doctor I'm looking up at the doctor I'm like hey uh Dr. Patel they got the same doctors are there. So I'm like hey <laughs> Dr. Patel like what is is it malaria do I have typhoid fever is it something curable like I thought I would I had something that was going to kill me. I had an IV in oh, me. Oh,
1: that's and- exactly what I thought. Mm-hmm. I couldn't walk up a flight of stairs. I had Can't to be walk. carried as well. I Can't blacked walk. out same same Can't deal. Yeah, blacked
0: out. So then, Who knew a
1: parasite could make you black out like that? Well, this
0: is what he said. He looks down at me, and goes, you have a very severe case of diarrhea. <laughs> and I was like, this is diarrhea? Because here, diarrhea is like, eat a banana, drink yeah, some water, right. take a nap. <laughs> yeah. You good. <laughs> India diarrhea is like, is this malaria? Yeah, no. Is this typhoid? Bitch, like, that
1: shit lasts for 72 hours. Yeah,
0: it was bad. It was a, <laughs> it was a problem.
1: <laughs> I got sick of eating the super heavy Indian food. hmm I'm not used to eating that heavy. so it's heavy. The reason I got it is because I was like, fuck this. I got to eat some kind of vegetables because that's like what my diet is here Mm -hmm. usually. I went out to the street.
0: Street food is never the the play. And got
1: some vegetables (laughs) from a cart.
0: Never the play. And Never the play.
1: They were like, make sure you wash them. So I washed them and made myself a little salad. But you know, I'm washing them with the dirty fucking water.
0: Oh, true. That's I how I fucked up. That. So it's you like gotta was... get, you gotta get bottled yeah. water and pour it, that shit on, yeah. yeah. That's how
1: I fucked up. I yeah, thought I was up. washing it, but I'm washing dirt with
0: dirt, dirt. Yeah, you <laughs> fucked up. It's so funny. You gotta be also careful in India because like they cheap as hell out there. And they'll get you'll be like, Hey, can I get a bottle of water? And then you get it and the lid's off. Oh. Uh, you know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Cause they be like they be just like in the back, like they don't know. Oh yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So you got to be real, real careful. Like You got to like, you got to feel the crack in the, you got to be like, right. yo, this didn't crack. Give me another one. Yeah. You know,
1: you got to do that at, at bars in America too. Sometimes.
0: Oh, for real? Yeah. What are you talking about?
1: They're, you know, they give you uh, at certain like sporting arenas. They mm-hmm. give you bottles of beer and water and the cap is already off of it.
0: And beer, yeah. Oh wow, because they got like a draft or something, so it's um, cheaper. Like,
1: no, because they're worried about people throwing the bottle caps. At yeah, I get that. The
0: yeah, yeah, I know that. I, I'm, I'm aware of that because I they actually I, first time I went to the uh, TD Garden in Boston, mm. they did that. They were yeah. like, "Yo, yeah, we take the thing off," and I was like, "Why?" And like, because people throw it. And I was like, yeah. "I'm in Boston. Of course yeah. they throw it."
1: That would make sense. That for makes Boston. a lot of sense.
0: And that was the first time I heard that. I understand that. That makes sense. But I thought you meant like because they were cheap and they were no, trying to like. No, 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 no. Okay.
1: I feel like all dudes from Boston are super like manly like they just all have like a lot of testosterone and they want to like beat your face in and...
0: Boston's uh, Boston is a city that I think has the biggest inferiority complex I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life like you wish you were in New York so bad that you got like I remember I was in Boston and I just came from New York uh I was dating a girl who lived in Boston when I was in college so I went there from New York to yep. Boston and we're on the train and I was like hey I'm going back to New York tomorrow and just cuz I said I'm going back to New York tomorrow on the train out loud a stranger Pulls out his phone and goes, "Yeah, the Yankees are down three to two by the socks." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm not talking to you. I don't watch baseball." And relax, okay? Relax. You'll never be New York. You'll never be New York. Giannis Papas has the best bit about it. He says Boston acts like New York and uh, New York broke up with them and they haven't gotten over it. <laughs> he was like, and he goes, "Yo, Boston, just go date Philly. You guys have way more in common." But I feel like it's an inferiority complex. It, I feel like sure. we're a small city. We don't have as much culture. We don't have as mu- they really don't have as much culture. It's, it's the main thing for me. and it's like it's a small it's a great city. It's beautiful. Architecture is awesome. Food is great. All that stuff, but you're just not New York, and you don't have to be. Mm-mm. You don't have to be. Be Boston. Boston. Be yeah. Boston. Okay?
1: Boston. Be Boston. Be
0: Boston. You got your own accent. They got
1: the lobsters. You got the lobsters.
0: Sox. You got all your own shit. And you don't got to compare. You don't got to be like, yeah, well, all seafood's better. We don't care. You're you, and we're me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to know that. Like, your hair is better than my. Hair. I don't need to know that. That's you. That's good for you. You know what I'm saying? Boston be Boston.
1: Boston people always trying to win up. Yeah.
0: Always. <laughs> always. Relax. We get it. We get it. There's other cool cities. With all that said, I do like Boston. It's a fun city. It's Great. I've, I
1: haven't spent much time <clears throat> in Boston. I've only been a couple times and it's been for work. So I've gone in and out.
0: I've spent a lot of time in Boston and I, I like it because it is, it's small. It's easy to get around. The food is great. The mm. people are interesting. I'll give them interesting. I'll give them that. Um, it's better than shitty. I also en- really enjoy how much they're into sports. I think that's really cool. I was just talking to my girlfriend's... My girlfriend works in sports. we are always, our... like,
1: sitting on the floor at Lakers games. Hell
0: yeah. <laughs> we... we, 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 we do, it, it is what it is. So, <laughs> we go to a lot of games, and I was talking to another person who works with her, works in sports, and I was complaining about how I don't like go- seeing entertainment in LA, because no one's enthused. You know, like, comedy, music, like, people don't really give it up. And he goes... Have you been to a basketball game in any other city other than L.A.? And I was like, great point. In Boston, you can't hear anything. Oh, yeah, because it's you so loud. You can't hear everyone's yelling and throwing shit. No. In L.A., when something cool happens, I stand up, I look around, I'm the only person standing up. Yeah, because
1: everybody's worried about being on camera and who's taking their why picture. Why can't you have fun? I, I totally agree. Why can't you have
0: fun? Just let, have fun, L.A. Let loose. It's not, let loose a little bit. We get it. You're high. We get it, you high, to the to be high get, and hot. You're high and hot. I mean, we get it. you did <laughs> yoga, you meditated before this. I get it, okay? But just have fun. You're at a sporting event. People look at me crazy when Terrence Mann alley-oops to Paul George and they slam it down Rudy Gobert <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh shit, he dunked on a 7-foot man." That deserves standing up. If you could jump over a 7-foot yes. man?
1: Yeah, that's fucking normal. If you
0: could put your balls in a 7-foot, <laughs> that means your balls have to be 7 feet high yeah. your balls have to be seven your balls
1: yo if i was seven feet tall and i jumped over a man and mm-hmm. my balls touched his head mm-hmm. i would be pissed if nobody cheered
0: yes i'd be furious <laughs> i'd be furious i'd be like yo i just almost got blown and no one cared almost <laughs> so close i'm not wearing underwear oh my God. yeah no one cares that's an applause break okay that's sick But I I go off at these games. And my girl goes off. We go off. And it's like me, her, and like four people at at the Crypt. I want to go
1: to a sporting event with you guys. Yeah,
0: we pull up. We turn up. We turn up hard. We'll let you know. Next time we have some tickets. Next time we have a thing. I will definitely hit you up. That'd be
1: so fun. I grew up in South Carolina where Mm -hmm. I went to an SEC school. Mm -hmm. So... Shit gets wild at those Yeah,
0: games. I grew up in Georgia as well. Right,
1: you're from Atlanta. I'm from
0: Atlanta. I no, know how it is. You no know. dogs. <laughs> yeah, I I get it. I fully get it. Yeah, people go. I love the South. I love the South so much, and I really fell in love with the South again oh. when I was back there this trip.
1: Yeah, last time I talked to you, you were like kind of, you know.
0: Um, I love Atlanta. I like Nashville. I mean, maybe I was like, eh, because I went to Austin. I fucking hate Austin. Yeah. Um, I hate Austin so much. You know this this saying that uh, they say like the worst people from every city move to L.A. And then there was like a whole thing. And everyone was like, oh, we got them. I think the worst people from L.A. move to Austin. <laughs> Austin is where, is where you go if you double can't make it. It's du- <laughs> it's it's double can't make it. Like You can't even get a waitressing job here. Like, you can't, you're not even like attractive enough to, to, to serve. Oh my God. To serve people here. Like, they're like, no But you're, just,
1: but you're just talking about people who work in entertainment or mm-hmm. just people in general. No,
0: people in general. Well, p- people move here to make it. And then people move to Austin because they're like, well, you know, Austin is going to be the next place where I can make it. And then it's like, you <laughs> double didn't. You double didn't. And now you're here. <laughs> and then you have to justify being there. The way I describe Austin to people is it's like when you marry the prostitute and all your friends are like, yo, what are you doing? And it's like, no, she's really nice. Like you got (laughs) to really like you made this horrible decision. Now you got to justify. No, she like pays for the direct TV or whatever. (laughs) You got to like you got to you got to justify the horrible decision that you committed to because you thought it was cool. And then you 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 know, it sucks. Yeah. But you got to justify everyone that lives there that tells you it's great. They're delusional. (laughs) <laughs> they're lying to you and them. They may be lying to themselves as well. They may not know. Yeah. They may not know. may not know. Yeah. But the thing is, when I went there and I brought up all the problems, they're like, "Yeah, you're right." I mean, shit. Like they, I was like, I was like, they didn't even I,
1: come back. I was
0: enlightening people. I was out there like a guru. I was out there like just fucking giving epiphanies out oh my for God. free.
1: That's so funny. My boyfriend is from Austin, mm-hmm. which I think is probably a way different experience than. Mm-hmm. By the way, people, people,
0: there. and the thing is, I, I don't know. I went recently. I'm sure prior to the pandemic. I
1: think so. I bet yeah.
0: Austin was cool as fuck. I
1: think so. I think it's the pandemic. I think the pandemic like
0: fucked it up because all these idiots were like, well, least not <laughs> open. And, and like, where am I going to get my headshots? And then they went to Austin and they ruined it. Y'all ruined it. And then, <laughs> and then they do this thing like, keep Austin weird. Y'all fucking stole that from Portland. You want to be like Portland? Why do you want to be like, let Portland be Portland, Austin. Let cities be cities. Stop trying to be like everybody Damn, else.
1: You passionate. Did you have bad barbecue when you went to Austin?
0: No, but how? That's the other thing. Well, hey, the barbecue, hey man, <laughs> fucking barbecue. How much barbecue am I supposed to eat? i Am supposed to eat barbecue every day? <laughs> every day barbecue? Every day? No cultural food? Nothing? No Thai? No Chinese? No good Indian? No nothing? Actually, that shit. I went to
1: a really good Asian restaurant when I was. I'm in sure that
0: I'm sure there is. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm just shitting on it. But shit, I, I'm gonna
1: let you shit on it. But I'm the lying t- t- rant.
0: But the thing is, yes, the barbecue was fantastic. It was very good. And like I said, I think that pre-pandemic Austin was probably an amazing city. But y'all ruined it. And I think everyone from and that was there in Austin before would agree. I think they would yes. agree. I think they would absolutely be like, yeah, this isn't cool. Y'all fucked up I, what we had. You yeah. fucked up a good thing.
1: My boyfriend's brother lives there currently. Mm-hmm. And I think I've heard him say a couple things about.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, ch- it's changed, man. I'll tell weird- you what.
1: Like I, I don't know if people from Austin are liking the influx
0: of people. It's horrible. Yeah. The the whole, the worst people I've ever. It's it's terrible. It's 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 really bad.
1: You're not going back to Austin until all this. You know what's leave. funny?
0: This is like the ninth podcast I've talked about this on. This is like the nineteenth. <laughs> I don't know why. You just gotta get it out. It always. I've gotten it out. To be fair, I will give it a second chance because I was there for too long. Everyone lied to me. Everybody lied. Y'all liars! You guys <laughs> lied and said Austin's gonna be so cool. There's so much to do. Blah blah. blah. I saw zero culture. Okay, zero, I wanted to see live music. Okay, I had to like go out and search for it. They go go to the street. There's live music. Okay, I think
1: you were with the wrong people because I saw all of that stuff when I was there. So, I went to a cowboy okay, bar. Okay, I have a question.
0: I, oh, so you saw like uh, country music? Yeah. Okay, so that's cool. I would love to. see I would have loved to see country music. I think you just wouldn't. Awesome. I the went to maybe I went alone and well, there
1: you go but i
0: had friends there and i had friends yeah there. but
1: you had friends that had moved there from that, yes. la
0: yeah, or from other places yes yeah. uh new york or la or you know wherever atlanta blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know other places so yeah sure they didn't know the spots but i went to that rainy street right mm-hmm. that's a spot they're like oh, rainy street man it's great there's so many bars it's so cool it's like 12 bars on rainy street it, it's
1: like gay nightclubs
0: I didn't know. Well, I didn't know about the gay nightclub thing, but they were like. Was,
1: I mean, it was a blast, but it's not a cowboy I had fun, bar.
0: But there was like twelve bars, and I was like, "That's it." I, I saw Rainy Street in four minutes, the whole street, and there's a cul-de-sac it goes around. And you get to the bottom, and they're like, "That's it." I'm like, "What the hell? The street ends."
1: I also went to a, a really interesting bar. It was a Christmas bar, mm. and I was there in August. It was like fucking Christmas trees everywhere. It was weird as fuck.
0: Mm. Well, I heard live music when I was on Rainy Street. I said, "Oh shit, there's live music. Let's go check it out." This is what I came here for. I want to see live music. Yeah, I walk in, and it's just every dad whose band didn't make it. It's every dad out there, like, hur, hur, hur. like That's just so horrible sad. Pearl he Jam like, renditions. That was a very
1: good uh, impression of Who was Think. Yeah,
0: no, it was, it was actually <laughs> Pearl Jam. That was actually uh, Pearl Jam. That's that's Pearl Jam. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's, the <song? laughs> What's the song that Pearl Jam
1: does?
0: The, um, um, I don't but, know. Like, but they have one song. What's that one song they have?
1: I've seen Pearl Jam in concert Where? once in, here in L.A. And Eddie Vedder, the, the mm-hmm. lead guy, because uh, why else would I know anyone else in Pearl Jam? He got on a rafter mm-hmm. and was, like, swinging from it.
0: And, that's awesome.
1: It was fucking awesome, but Let's I was go. like, I don't, everyone here is like, My dad's a dad,
0: yes. (laughs) But, But by the way, I fuck with Pearl Jam. Because they're originators. They were like one of the first in that genre. Yeah. But they just inspired so much bad shit. So, my point is, when I was walking down the streets of Austin and seeing live music, every fucking dude was like, and I was just like, why? Why are you doing this? Why why are you enjoying this? Why are you paying (laughs) a cover for, well, this is something I wrote in 84 after seeing Puddle of Mud and just like.
1: This reminds me, you know, Widespread Panic and Fish. Mm -hmm. They're like jam bands, just like that. I fuck with jam bands, too. I don't fuck with with this shit. But when I was in college, my boyfriend at the time, it's all he listened to was widespread panic and fish. And so I attended probably 12 to 15 of these concerts. I wake up every day now, and I thank Mm -hmm. God. That I never have to go back to another widespread panic or fish concert as long I as I that. live on this fucking earth. I feel that this shit. I mean, it's like everyone. It smells bad. They're all mm. like noodling because they're on LSD. They haven't showered. They have, weeks, haven't showered in like yeah months. Like Eighty
0: four. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they have the, these people. They they follow the bands around the country mm. and. I don't know how they live and make money. They probably don't. They They're don't. probably all homeless. They, they just homeless. they live for these bands mm-hmm. and everyone there's on acid.
0: I fuck with that culture. If that's your life, if that's what you do, cool. I'm not it's not I'm not about it. Yeah, but,
1: fucking cool and, if you do it, I, but I don't wanna
0: be a part of it, be yeah. A part of it. And I, I also understand this notion of like you dated somebody, they they made you do some shit multiple times oh, that you didn't yeah. wanna do and now you fucking hate it. Yeah. I dated a girl who did music, musical theater. I cannot watch a musical. I will <laughs> never see a musical ever again in my entire life. I saw 42nd Street. Oh, I saw Bye Bye Birdie. I saw Wild Party. Nobody even knows what the fuck Wild Party is, but it's terrible. I don't know what the fuck that is. Nobody does. It's a musical about an orgy, and it's still somehow bad.
1: Oh, that sounds actually kind of interesting. But... It's bad. Oh.
0: They don't even fuck. Nobody fucks. There's a murder at the orgy. Who it- murders at an orgy? Why are you angry at the, mur- at the orgy? What's Wait, going on with your an, life?
1: It's about an orgy and they don't fuck? Is it because it's, I mean, like, they're like, they're on, like, it's like the theater? And yeah, they, they like
0: they like theater fuck. Because you know, if they fucked, it would be It would be tight. Porn. Yo, I mean, but also I would respect it. I would, res- I would respect <laughs> it if like it looked like they were fucking, but they're just like in lingerie touching each other. And I'm like, yo, this is an orgy. Let's dancing. Let's see some titties. <laughs> <laughs> it's an orgy. Let me see one ball. Let me see one ball. I paid $80 to the orchestra so I could see at least six balls and 12 titties. (laughs) That's all I need. And we're good. Six balls, 12 titties, and it was worth it. But it was. I saw zero balls, zero titties. I saw, like, assless chaps. Woo! Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what's
1: weird, though? In relationships, like, how old were you when you were dating that girl? I was in college. Okay, so I was same. dumb, yeah, yeah, But yeah. You're, you're young and dumb, so mm-hmm. you do all this shit that you don't mm-hmm. want to do. Bought
0: tickets to well, this yeah. shit.
1: Right now, if my boyfriend currently was like, hey, we're going to go to this widespread panic show, I'd be like, mm-hmm. go fuck yourself. You can go alone.
0: Mm. Yo, so I agree. My girl, <laughs> I've told my girl this, I can't watch music ball, and she's like, oh, but you got to see Les Mis. And I was like, no, I don't. Your, like Natasha, My
1: current, current girlfriend, girlfriend
0: was like, just try, just try. I made it 20 minutes, and then I got viscerally angry. I got—I didn't think I would get angry. I didn't think I was going to get angry. I thought I would just be like, "Yeah, this is lame, turn it off. I got, like, legitimately, like, like flashbacks. I got, like, PTSD. Like, yeah. I had flashbacks to Wild Party. I had flashbacks <laughs> to 42nd Street. I had flashbacks to Bye Bye Birdie. You know what I mean? I was having flashbacks of, like, sitting there and having to laugh at the dumbest fucking jokes.
1: But you tried, though. I think it's important in relationships uh-huh. if your partner really wants you to do something I think you should try it I tried and I, tried. And I think that's cool and I you told tried her. it I said, I
0: said I'll try yeah. I can't pro-. and then like I told her I said listen I'm I'm actually I didn't know this was gonna happen but I'm getting angry
1: yeah but, think- but as the other partner mm-hmm. you if you really want your partner to try something and they do it and they just just fucking hate it you just gotta accept it mm-hmm. don't ever make them do she it tried. again
0: she tried we haven't done never done musical ever again
1: that's good that's, that's good never you guys have it. a good relationship you've been dating a while
0: Wow! Yeah. How many years? Seven years.
1: Shit, that's a long time. It's a long
0: ass time. She's great. I love she's your. She's amazing. She is. She's very funny. She's hilarious. Yeah, she's one of the funniest people. I- she's funnier than me. And then you know what? <laughs> I'll write a joke, and she'll come up with like a tag or something, and it, and then like she'll t- then she'll tell everybody she wrote that joke. I'm like, no, you wrote part of it. <laughs> you helped know me with a little bit. And like one time, it, I told her not to do it in public. I was like, you could do it like for hanging out with friends, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like one time, I was I was working with a comic that I really. Really respect and like in New York, and we're out there. And I do this joke, get off stage, and that was a specific joke. And she wrote a great tag; it was an amazing yeah. tag. It was very funny. It completed the joke, in fact. Mm-hmm. And I really credit her because it was getting laughs and it was doing well. And then she added a part, and now it was like boom. And I was like, oh wow, you really like completed yeah. the joke. Thank you so much. And so I get off stage and this comic that I really respect and really like. Comes up like, that joke it was amazing, dude. I love that joke. And then she's standing right there. She's like, yeah, I wrote it. I'm like, yo, <laughs> oh she my god. god!
1: That you. is like partner code. You gotta yeah, know. You gotta let up,
0: like, I was like, yo, you can you can do it. Like, if we're hanging out with if we're hanging out with you at my crib and blah blah, blah I'll be like, yeah. And then she like I wrote it, I'll be like, Yeah, would she helped me. You know, she wrote yeah. the part, and blah blah It's different. We're friends, but, but when it's like, I don't even know this guy, yeah. <laughs> I just met him, and now he's like, Oh, see, so a girl writes your jokes. Like, that's cool. Like, I'm like, No, it's not oh like that. God. And I had to explain, I was like, Oh, she wrote the, the part about that. and he was like, Yeah, it was my favorite part. I was like, Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. No. No, you didn't like the other parts. He was like, that was fine, but that, that line was great. Oh, no. You oh, know? my God.
1: That's a cool dynamic that you guys have, though. You think mm-hmm. she's able to do that just because she knows you so well?
0: She knows me very well, and she's very funny, very quick. And she's a fan of comedy. She was a fan prior to meeting me. She's seen a lot of great comics live. Right, right. A lot of comics that I really like as well. And she's actually turned me on to comics that I didn't really pay even pay attention to she was a huge chelsea peretti fan oh yeah and, she's uh, really funny fucking hilarious yeah like hands down one of the funniest comics agree. out there like and so, so unique and so original agree and i think I'm, I'm sure she's a phenomenal writer she wrote on parks and rec and a bunch yeah. of other shows and movies and shit like that but i didn't really pay attention i would see her like special or i'd see her stand up or see her at a show and i'd be like yeah it's funny whatever but then she was like oh i love her i was like really you love her and she's like yeah she's amazing and then i started paying attention i was like yo she is amazing she is underrated as fuck. Super underrated. Underrated she, as fuck. Yeah. That special where she would panda like a clown and like a doll. Like it was not only was the material hilarious, but the way she shot the special was like groundbreaking. Yeah. It was groundbreaking. That should have won every award. Yeah. That special. Was phenomenal.
1: I agree. I wonder if her and her husband are ever going to collaborate on anything.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I, I, mean, I mean, there's Jordan no Peel? doubt. No doubt. They're going to collaborate. When you
1: something. have that much <clears throat> genius together, uh,
0: you have so jealous
1: so well be your girlfriend's helping you write jokes it's pretty cool
0: she helps She I, I run shit by her and then she'll be like oh what about this and i'll usually I, i'd say it's about like 70 percent of the time because like i i know my voice i know what i'm doing i know what i want to say and what i want to sound like a lot of times it doesn't work out i'm like i wouldn't say that yeah. i wouldn't want to do that but then like every like fourth fifth time i'm like that's actually really yo i'll write that down you know or like i'll work with that i'll work that in like in my own way yeah so she's very helpful because i run i run everything by her but a lot of times i'll be like yo i got this joke i don't sometimes it's jokes i'm like i don't think you're gonna like it this is a rule it's like if i write a joke about her and i'm like i don't think you're gonna like it <laughs> but let me try it on stage and if it does really well and it kills I'll tell you about it. And she's like, all right, cool. I was like, because if it bombs, I'm going to throw it away anyways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me try it like three to five times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I'm going to come back to you. And if in the three to five times it killed three or four or it did well three, four, then I go, hey, this joke's doing well. This is what it is. And then she's like, all right, that's cool. Like, that's the way we, we do it. There was one joke that she vetoed. This is the only, and the whole time we've been together, I don't even think it's that bad. I don't even think it's that bad. Gonna, and so Because I was like, you know, it? I've said much worse stuff about you. <laughs> Said so, so much worse stuff about you, and then she's like, "Yeah, but like this specifically, it was it, she really hated this. Are you one. gonna say the it joke? was basically about her being a Karen?" And that, that's, the, that's oh, see, it's not even that crazy. It, and and the thing was, the joke aged out because Karen's aged. like no one's talking about Karen right, anymore. Right, right. So it was fine because like eventually the joke stopped getting laughs because like it wasn't in the lexicon, it wasn't like in the culture, people weren't talking about it. So it was like, ah, oh, you still talking about Karens? Like chill. That was a year ago or something. Right, you know? right, right. The joke is basically like, uh, I'm starting to feel bad for white women now because uh, you guys, your names are becoming slurs. That's crazy to me. You know, you got Becky's, you got Karen's. You can't do that with other races. You can't be like, I'm tired of these backyard Jose's. I'm so fucking tired. Get rid of them. You know? <laughs> and then I was like, I try to help my girl to not be a Karen. You know? Anytime she's like, I don't think you should be selling that in this neighborhood. I go, babe, you're on you're on Instagram live right now. You don't want to do this. <laughs> You know, and then and then she's like, "You're right. Let me just. Can I please get one uh, piece of heroin? You know." And so like, <laughs> I, did, I did this whole act on stuff. And she's like, "You're making me out to be a Karen. I'm not a Karen. I'm like, I know that, but it's a you're a white girl and it's a joke." <laughs> and she was like, "But then everyone's gonna think I'm a Karen." I'm like, "No one's gonna think you're no. a Karen. That's what I said." But she was she's like, "So cool. No one. would I think know. That. No one would think that." But she was like, "I don't want to be at your show. You call me a Karen. Then people call out get- to me, and I'm like, I get that. But what if you're not there?" <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> she was like, I don't want you to put it online that I'm a Karen. that You're dating yeah, a yeah, Karen." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Fair." And then, like we like had a debate about it for like a week or so, and then like that next week, the joke stopped working. And so I, I was like, you know what, the joke's not even working anymore. So,
1: <laughs> do you find yourself when you share your jokes or your writing or anything like that with her? Does her approval matter to you?
0: Yes and no, because yes, I lo- would love her approval. It's it's important to me. Yeah. But also no, because you never know what's going to work on stage. There are, yeah. There are times when like a con- I've I've actually I've had a lot of people that, like go will tell me a joke I don't think it's funny. I'm like, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that's funny, but try it. Yeah. Who knows? Because a lot, and then it may work. It may yeah. not. I might be right. I might be wrong. And I tell people I like, go. Oh, I could be wrong, but I don't think it's funny. You know, try it out. So like a lot of times she'll give me that. She'll be like, hey, I don't think it's funny, but who knows? Maybe it's hilarious. You know, maybe maybe it kills. I go, okay, yeah, you're right. Like, that's
1: really good feedback.
0: Because mm-hmm. you just gotta try shit. Yeah. I do so many shows. There's no point in not trying shit. Most of the time it's shit. I'm like, ah, eh, it's kind of funny. I'll try it. That kills. And then it's shit where I'm like, all right, this is gonna, this is gonna slap, dude. I wrote one that <laughs> that I had to, I changed like five times and won't work, but I think it's so goddamn funny. I think it's one of the funniest things I ever come up with, and people are just like, eh. I'm oh, like, I hate that. Yeah, what, what is, you know what a séance is, right?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: See the uh, thing
1: well, Let's explain what a séance is. A séance is See, that's a what's... ceremony mm-hmm. with the you I guess you do candles and mm-hmm. whatnot and you try to bring somebody from the dead or connect to dead spirits. Contact
0: the dead yeah. yeah, contact the spirit.
1: Which I guess I've been to a psychic medium before to talk to my brother. But what's
0: weird is like when I would say seance on stage, I felt this disconnect with the crowd where people were like, huh, what the, what's a seance? What yeah,
1: people going? don't really talk about seances anymore. That was kind of mm-hmm. a thing like in the movies of the 90s. That was like
0: charmed ass shit. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's charmed, yeah. Yeah, so I changed it to Ouija board because that's more relevant, I guess. Yeah, but everyone, like,
1: does. do people not know what a Ouija board is?
0: People do, but people just don't connect with this idea. So my parents were arranged married. My parents got an arranged divorce by me and uh, so
1: (laughs) wait are they really divorced they
0: just got divorced during the pandemic and holy shit I arranged it I was like this is not working out you guys gotta holy
1: uh, shit that takes some balls to
0: it was a long time coming situation it was like they they, they didn't like they haven't liked each other the entire life it was an arranged marriage and they didn't like each other you know what I'm saying so you
1: don't agree with arranged marriages i assume
0: it's not that i don't agree do what you want to do because like some people want to be arranged marriage some people are like my mom knows best you know like whatever if that's what you want to do if that's in your culture and you believe it and you think that's the best way cool but if you don't then you shouldn't have to you yeah. know what i'm saying so my parents were raised in the culture where that's how it is so my parents got arranged married they just got divorced over the pandemic and the bit was about how my friend asked me was like so is your dad like or i go yo he was arranged married his parents are dead the only way he's gonna get arranged again is if he does a seance that was that was what i was trying to see that's funny right if he does a seance <laughs> to me that's really
1: funny that's really
0: funny but people were but... like huh seance in the crowds and i was like what really? the hell?" And I go. Did you so,
1: explain what a seance is then? No,
0: because I'm like, I don't like explaining jokes. I'm not trying to out here like, oh, you know, we get the kettle. Just cut it. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So I was like, all right, this is the seance is not working. So then I go. Uh, the only way he's going to uh, only way he's going to get arranged again is if he gets a Ouija board. And it got a little laugh. And then I yeah. do an act out with a Ouija board like, hey, dad. So, oh, shit. We're going back to school. <laughs> you know, I just I thought that was like I, that's fucking hilarious. I thought to that me. was a slapper. I was like applause break. It's not getting no love, you know? <laughs> but the-
1: Honestly, I'll say the jokes that I write, and I don't do stand-up nearly as much as you do, mm-hmm. but the jokes that I write that I'm like, ha ah, like, they're so funny, mm-hmm. do not. I don't want to. And it's the ones that, that I think are pretty mediocre that crack people up. That's
0: what's weird. And so that's why when I write a joke and I tell my girl and she goes, I don't really like it, but try it out, she understands that. She understands yeah. that, like, that's hey, it might not be, it's kind of funny, it's humorous, but, like, who knows? Maybe it connects. Because, yeah. like, a lot of times, it's just, like, one thing that, like, just connects with everybody everyone's like oh shit they get it
1: i think it's important to be able to take constructive criticism from your partner Mm -hmm. like that i think that's absolutely she gives me a
0: lot of constructive criticism
1: yeah i'm in the same dynamic with my boyfriend i Mm -hmm. i'm happy to take criticism from him because it's always constructive and it's he just wants he wants to help me it's always funny
0: when people give you constructive criticism or give you some kind of criticism and they're like hey i don't know if i'm overstepping but i'm like no i want to hear that oh yeah and it's always you know what i really respect and really like more is when people who aren't comedians give me suggestions or advice because you're who I'm trying to appeal to.
1: Exactly. I'm not trying
0: to make you or yeah. Dave Chappelle or any no, no, comics no, no. laugh. I'm not trying. I mean, that'd be cool, whatever. But at the same time, it's like, yo, they're not buying tickets to my shows. Right, exactly. You are. So, like, when I run a bit by a friend who's not a comic and they give me some crit, and they always go, like, hey, I don't know if this is funny. I go, no, 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 tell me what you think. Is- what do you think I should change? What do you think is different? Or yep. what, you think- what part did you like? What part you did not like? Cause, like you're the audience. You know? I use
1: my friends from college for that because they yeah. all live in South Carolina, or the majority of them do. Right. That's your audience. You gotta have that. Yeah. I think
0: that's so important. I think that's I don't like when uh comedians just hang out with just comedians. Oh yeah. Because no, no, no. it's like you're literally in a bubble cutting yourself off from your audience. Mm-hmm. You're not relating to your audience anymore. Yep. You're relating to your coworkers. Correct. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like coworkers and clients. It's like yep. if you work at a business, don't you want to connect with your clients like if you just communicate and try to impress your uh, coworkers, what are you do Like what are you doing for your clients?
1: You know I totally agree with that it's important to go around the country, which you experience as mm-hmm. a comedian naturally, but to interact with people who have different jobs. Like mm-hmm. I try and strike up a conversation with you know the Postmates guy or right you know, my dentist or people who live completely different lives mm-hmm. than
0: I do. I love I love traveling because just meeting different cultures yeah. and mindsets. That's why I really I fell in love with Atlanta when I went back my hometown. I went back, and every time I go back, I fall a little bit more in love with it. it is a,
1: That's beautiful. It
0: really is. It, you know, well, the thing is, like, when you grow up in a place, you, you just can't wait to get the fuck out. But um, I can relate to that. But also, when you grow up in a place, you're not 21. You can't go nowhere cool. So it's like, yeah, of course you're going to fucking hate not going to any cool place. Yeah. In the, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I grew up there. I couldn't do shit. I had the mall. And, like, listen, we used, to have,
1: we used to have farm parties right in high school. We would go make a bonfire on some fucking land see, that, and drink beer. And that was.
0: See, that would have been really cool if I was invited. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure there were farm parties in Georgia everywhere that I didn't know about. That I was like, yo, was a farm party going on? Who that's, told you that we do farm parties? That's, yeah. that's yeah. all we had. That's yeah. all we
1: had. And then the police would come inevitably. And mm-hmm. we I would like lose my shoes running through the mud. Mm. Had to call my mom at 3 a.m. to come pick me up.
0: Mm. Mm. I do a bit about like, that. With like
1: barbed wire all over I, I me. I do a
0: bit about white people calling their parents drunk. Yeah. yeah I, do, I do a bit about <laughs> I Ali. think I've heard like that the bit balls, actually. The balls of you guys. To be like, yeah. I'm, I'm, please. Please I'm like, my, like I did the biz. Basically I called my dad. He's like, okay, I'll call the police. Hold on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Your parents were super strict with you.
0: Mad strict. Mad, mad, mad. And it's so funny because like they were mad. I my I have an older sister, and they were more strict with her.
1: Mm, yeah, and, I'm the oldest, and they were way more strict. Yeah, because they my give sibling. up. They
0: start to give up. They, they get... start to get a little tired down. You yep. know, like a little bit. So my they're like way stricter with my sister who was older, and uh, so like they'd be like, crazy strict with me. And I was like, I complained to her, and she'd be like, Oh, you don't even know. Yeah, you don't even fucking know. And I'm like, Yeah, but like chill. Like it's still not good. It's still not chill. It's still not like okay. You know what's funny? I talked to my mom about this recently. Is my dad would just never let me do shit. I was couldn't go to concerts, movies, not like literally couldn't do nothing. But he oh. worked. He worked all the time. My mom felt bad for me, so she'd be like, "All right, just like I'm, I'm gonna tell him that you're at a friend's house studying. Yeah, go to the concert, come home, whatever." So I was like, "Oh, cool! Thank you so much. I get to go see Dashboard Confessional. Oh my god! You know, so I go. <laughs> is that what kind know. of
1: music you listen? to? Hell yeah,
0: dude! I listen to emo as a motherfucker. <laughs> so I, went.
1: I strike, you strike me as someone who listens to rap only.
0: Uh, you know, I, I changed up, I changed up because like I mean, the the genre is dead, which is so sad. Rock music fucking died. I don't. I have a theory. I have a theory. Should I get into this theory real yeah, quick? Yeah, get
1: into it, honey.
0: I think Linkin Park killed rock and roll because they fused hip hop. And rock and roll, uh-huh. and they became so popular mainstream that people were like, yo, we don't want to listen to traditional rock anymore. They became, like, the biggest band in the world. Yeah. They were huge doing, like, arenas and, yeah. like, and headlining festivals doing all this stuff. And then they be- they started, like, they were played on the rock stations, and then they got played on the mainstream stations. Mm-hmm. And then everybody was just like, yeah, you know, I think we it's, like, that rap part. I think it's yeah. like that. Like, can we just get rid of Puddle of Mud and Nickelback and just, like, get put them, you know, put them on night, put them on the oldie station? I used you know? to
1: listen to Sum 41 when I was in middle school. Oh, I
0: fuck with Sum 41. Yeah. I fuck with them. But, yeah, I was into that. And then the genre, once the genre started dying, I was like, I don't even got, there's no one even putting out music. I don't yeah. even hear nothing, you know? So then I just got into hip-hop, of course. But when I was, like, 15, 16, I was into, like, emo, rock, all that shit. And so I would sneak out and go to, like, a concert. And then I would get home and get grounded because my mom always snitched. Always, always, always snitched. So
1: that's really confusing for you, though, because your mom was saying you could go, but then your dad would be like, what the fuck? So you would get in trouble. i get in trouble. That's so, so confusing. So I brought it
0: up to my mom recently. I was like, you remember you would always be snitch- You'd be snitching. Every time you would snitch to but- dad, and then you would you let me go, and then you would sit. She goes, the point is, I let you go, right? And I was like, that's not a point. I'm in trouble. That is crazy. Oh, Isn't my God. is insane? That's insane. My mom did wild shit like that. Are you in like therapy? Uh, yeah, yeah but I am. <laughs> I, should I talk about that? I didn't even know that was a problem. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not mad about it, but it is crazy. Well,
1: it's crazy. Like, I mean, that's like, you know, if you think about the basic psychology of that. Mm-hmm. Someone says you can do something mm-hmm. and that it's okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the other person gets mad at you for doing that. And then they pretend like they never told you it was okay. That's crazy mm-hmm. That's shit. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's fucked up. It was mad that fucked one up. Fuck it was me mad up.
0: fucked up. It was mad fucked up, honestly. I think my mom was like trying to like appease us both. Bad. She
1: was stuck between a rock and a hard
0: yeah, place. Yeah, she was like I feel bad my son really wants to go see Dashboard yeah. professional and like he's like really sad and he's at home and like and my dad would be at work, you know, my dad gets home late. She'd be like just get here before he gets back, or whatever. Or she'd be like, you know, when you get back, I'll just say you were studying or whatever. So I come back and he's like how was the concert? I'm like, what? What do you mean how was a concert? Oh, my God. I was studying biology. That's you mean cr- how the concert of the whales
1: thing? You know? Crazy. He wouldn't let you go to a concert. What did he think was going to happen? That you-
0: Drugs, um, sex. Uh, People would just which-
1: be like fucking in the middle yeah, of a just concert. Yeah, fucking in the middle of a <laughs> concert.
0: Someone would just like give me coke. Like, you know, I'm a 16-year-old. You just like, like
1: poke you with a needle and give you HIV?
0: I did drink at a concert when I was sick. at a killer's concert. Mm. Actually, that was, that was fire. I made out with a popular girl. Ooh. I got, I got us beer Ooh. And we made out And I was the coolest fucking game. And I got grounded The same situation Go to kill killer concert Come home get grounded as fuck I was constantly but, grounded in high but school But the next day in school I was the fucking man, dude. The man. Yo, I heard you got like <laughs> Bud light I'm like Me, you know Cause I convinced some girl Like at the concert like, It was like 23 or some shit That I was 19 I was 16 <laughs> I was like Yo, I'm 19 though And she's like all right, if you're 19, I'm not tripping, you know. and Then she goes, guesses beers. We get like fucking wasted because I keep being like, "Yo," oh, because I, I didn't know how much it cost. I was like, "How much is a beer? 25?" You know, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's how much a beer is. That's now, probably how much it today. is. Yeah, yeah.
0: When yeah. <laughs> Atlanta, when I was in high school, it was probably like 10 or whatever. Yeah, I was like, like 10 giving her 11. like 20 bucks a beer or something. So I was like giving her all my money. All I had a job, so chill. I had my <laughs> own money. So I was just giving her all my money because I wanted to be cool and want to be yeah, drunk and like yeah, get, yeah. impress this girl and like get drunk at this concert and whatever. I looked like I was twelve, dude. I looked like I was twelve, and the girl looked like she was eight. You know? what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're gonna
1: age well. You do look young. That's yeah. that's good for when you get older. I but guess yeah, not but when you're trying I look to pretend like, like you're 21. Like, yeah,
0: I try. I had I was like trying. I was like trying to touch like my facial hair. Like <laughs> I had like four pubes in my face. And I was just like, "Yo, look, four pubes!" And she was like, "Those aren't pubes." I was like, "Is that not what pubes are?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, so. By
1: the way, my Indian friend, who I stayed with when I went over to India, he calls guacamole avocado sauce.
0: That's funny. I like that. <laughs> I like that, actually. It's not bad. i start calling it avocado. Let uh, me get the uh, avocado sauce. Guac is <laughs> extra. No, not guac. Avocado sauce, please. That's pretty funny. I'm going to try that. Parents were mad strict. Mad, mad, mad. My dad mostly. My mom was also strict because of my dad. But then she would occasionally be like, all right, fine. You know, go. Yeah. Always snitching. Always, I can't remember a time she did not snitch. I cannot recall one time I didn't get in trouble when I did when I went out, kind of, and like did something that I wanted to do. And to be fair, I kind of understand, like I what I, the way I look at it, the reason I'm not like in therapy or I feel like that was like like hurt me or traumatized me or anything is because I feel like I I I can sympathize with her. I understand of her. Posi- I understand her position yeah. of being like. My father's going to be so angry yep. if uh, he knows I let him do this and da-da-da-da. So I'm just going to be like, oh, he told me he was going to study, you it, know? And that,
1: like... You know, that's interesting that you say you empathize with her because mm-hmm. we're full grown-ass adults. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people from our generation, they want to sit around and blame their parents for all their fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, you kind of have to... Take responsibility for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean.
0: And you also have to just uh, understand and, their position. You yeah, understand, understand
1: we- because they were doing the best they could with what they knew how to do and what their parents gave them. My parents did certain things to me that like fucked me up as a kid, but they mm-hmm. didn't know that they were fucking me up with that. Just gotta forgive them, forget it, and mm-hmm. just really accept or them for who they are. I think yeah. that
0: I think that uh, you know your parents are people. Yeah, just of people. We're all people, and yeah. people I think are inherently stupid. And I think that it's not even that we're stupid. It's that we are raised and we have experienced our own culture, our own ways. And so mm-hmm. that's all we know. All we know is what we know. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, I learned, I've, I've learned a lot from traveling and meeting people. I yeah. learned uh, traveling internationally, mm-hmm. traveling around the country I learned so much, and every time I learn, I'm like, oh my god, there's so many different ways to live and to to, to oh, yeah. uh, raise your kids and to to eat and to communicate traditions and like like I have like friends from a lot of different cultures. One thing I always thought was like, oh, all ethnic cultures are kind of similar, strict parents, blah blah blah. And I met like my my friends from venezuela and the parents are like hey i have a beer i'm like i'm 12 what the fuck you know what (laughs) i mean like you know what i mean like it's like a different culture and then like i I learned like my my friends from uh, spain like they their parents are like this and like i'm like yo this is so different than what i ever thought yeah and so it's like everyone's just doing the way that they know how to do it yes my parents are from 1950s india yeah shit was not chill
1: no shit wasn't chill and and by the way my friend who lives in india Mm -hmm. it's interesting how they live over there which is totally different from mm-hmm. America. He and his wife and his two kids live on one floor of the house and then on the bottom floor, his parents live. Mm-hmm. And then in the house next door is his brother, wife, their kids. Mm-hmm. On the floor above them is his other brother, wife, kids. Mm-hmm. And then down the street is his wife's family.
0: You know what's funny? is like, Indian culture and a lot of some ethnic cultures, it's like, you know, if you live with your parents, like you're a good son. Like you're taking care of your dad. Yeah. You're doing a thing. Out here, it's like, you fucking loser. Uh, yeah, it's like, so weird. Oh, this guy lives with his Right? Yeah. Like people
1: our age wouldn't be caught dead never, living with their
0: parents. Never. I used to do a joke about how my I live with my girl and my parents came and we have like a one bedroom. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I is the bedroom and my dad was like, oh, so where do you sleep? You know, like <laughs> you know, kind of thing, because right. like, that's what it. Like, I can't imagine, like, fucking, it. and like, like, it's funny, cause like, right. I'll go on vacations with my girl and her family, and they'll get us a room together, and I'm like, yo, that's wild, because like, if we're going anywhere with my family, we get two rooms. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, my
1: yeah. mom is very old school. Yeah. My boyfriend came and stayed at their house. <laughs> I guess like last year at some point and she made us sleep in separate rooms Yeah, that's, and we're in our I'm 30s. Not, I'm
0: not trying to do that with my kids. I'm not trying to have like my kids fucking in my house. Like, or yeah, like even like it, potentially. Yeah, fucking, Honestly, like, it's
1: pretty disrespectful. To it's mad. Disrespectful. Mad. like
0: Cause the thing is like people are like, well, I don't see the problem. it's like, yo, how long are you there? Three days. You can't fu- not yeah, fuck for three just days. Chill for three days. You can't it, not fuck for three I, days. I agree. I agree. It is disrespectful. It's mad. Disrespectful. Yeah. And you're probably in a city that you got to drive everywhere. Go fuck in the car. Yeah. Go fuck if you really need to fuck in those three days, go fuck in the car. Yeah. Go drive 17 miles away and go fuck in the car. It's fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you go to jail and then your parents bail you out. And you're like, this is your fault. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't let us leave in you the same bedroom. <laughs> yeah. why You wouldn't let us fuck. Why can't we fuck? You don't got to, like, not fuck forever. And if you're really are horny, jack off. Yeah. Go jack off. That's all you got to do. Shut the door. <laughs> Shut the door. Lock it. Put headphones in. Check off. That's all you got to do.
1: Hey. Oh, my God. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> um.
1: No, I'm kidding. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given, would you say? Like, professionally or about being successful?
0: Yeah, this is actually one of the best pieces of advice I ever heard. And I, I think it was Gerard Carmichael. I don't remember who it was, but I think it was Gerard. By the way, Gerard is the sweetest guy on the fucking planet. I don't know if you ever met him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to open mic together when I first moved to LA. And I remember he helped me, like, because like, back then, like, it was like hard to get on open mics, you know what I mean? And, which yeah. I think it still is sometimes, you know? I think it still mm-hmm. is in certain places and stuff. He liked one of my jokes. It was an abortion joke, which of course he liked it. And he was like, yo, that's really funny. I was like, thanks so much, man. He started helping me get on at mics. Drive was like in, in like the mic scene at the time. And he would like, i I'd roll with him. And then they'd be like, all right, well, Jarras says you're funny. We'll put you up for for three minutes, five minutes. Sweetest guy ever. Aww. Always hugging people. Always really kind to everybody. He gave me a piece of advice that I tell everyone to do. And it applies to everything, I think. You'll be successful. If you work hard, mm-hmm. you're funny. You're talented or good at what you do. And you're a good person, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes, if you can do two of those things really well, you'll be successful. And he says, but try to do all three. Hmm. And so I try to do all three. I try to work really hard. Yep. I try to be kind to everyone for yes. n- any reason, no matter what. Yes. I've had some weird interactions where I'm like, I- a "Normal person would be mean to this person, but I- I'm going to be kind, you know?
1: I completely agree with that.
0: Be kind. You don't know people's situations. Nope. You don't know where they are mentally. You don't know what their week was like. You don't know none of that shit and be talented take pride in what you do be enjoy what you do and just be the best you can be and you'll be successful i don't yes. think i don't think it's not rocket science nothing crazy to what no, we do it's
1: persistence it's, you got to keep going
0: it's persistence i think it's those three things work very hard be really good at what you do, and be really kind to people. And if you can do two of those three things, you can be successful.
1: Yeah, you know? I, I agree on like being kind to other people mm-hmm. as well. I just I don't think that you have to step on other people and be shy to, to get absolutely to the top. no
0: reason. You know, this is a funny. This is a story that I think is really funny because now we're really good friends. I thought this was wild. I was headlining a club in Minneapolis like five, six years ago. It was like 2015, 16, something like that. Uh-huh. And I'm headlining this club. And this comic I've never met walks into the green room and it was like right after I did Kimmel. No, so it must have been like 2017, 2018. Comic walks into the green room, and I never met this guy ever in my life. And he's like, Hey, what's up? I'm Mo. I go, Hey, what's up, Mo? I'm calling you out, Mo. Uh, <laughs> and so he goes, Hey, what's up, man? I go, Hey, what's up, man? I'm Neil. First thing he says to me, he goes, So, how did you get on Kimmel? I was like, "Yeah, we just met. Oh, my God. A- a- but I go, Okay, so, you know, I have representation, and I worked really hard at getting a really good five minute tape, and I worked it over and over again with that. And I told him exactly how I did it. I, did- I wasn't like, dude who the fuck are you get the fuck out of you like yeah it's a weird question to ask somebody the first time you meet them and and whatever and then he's like oh dude thanks man that's good to know and i go yeah and he goes, like and could i maybe get like five minutes on the show tonight?" i was like i i told him kindly again again i've had this i've had this happen a couple times and i just say like hey man like I, I the show's already booked up and i usually don't book comics unless i've seen their stand-up so at least send me a tape next time and i can check it out and that's an instance where i can t- i know a lot of comedians would be rude or would be agitated or whatever but i was like, you know what? I don't know this guy. Maybe he's like brand new. He doesn't know what he's yeah, doing. He doesn't, yeah, yeah. he doesn't know that's a weird thing to ask. Let me. And I just told him. I said, "Listen, man. Like, send me a tape. Blah blah." blah. And it's so funny now because he's a very good comic. He's a great comic. He, I think it was right when he had just started, or like around when he had just started. And he did that. And we're really good friends now. Aww. We're really good friends now. Like we hang out. I stayed with him last time. I was in Minneapolis. We yeah. hung out. We had Indian food in New York. Like we, we're buddies now. And I brought that up, and he was like, "I'm so fucking embarrassed." I did, he was like, "Thank you so much for being nice to me." Or you, whatever.
1: You know, it's a shame when people judge others on Mm. first impressions because Mm. I think a lot of times people can just be nervous Mm -hmm. or they'll act weird because they don't know and say, like, I know I've met people before and I've said some crazy ass shit because Mm. I just get nervous or whatever.
0: Yeah, it was cool. We're like good friends now it's just funny now it's a situation where i was like i could have been rude i could have been like yo man like could you not hang on the green room? or i could have yeah, been an asshole yeah, there's a lot
1: of people that a lot of people would have
0: been like hey um you know if you're not on the show you can't be in the green room or whatever or like ask the manager to ask him you know whatever but i was just like i'll talk to this guy or whatever he, he was nice enough that's and, really
1: cool of you you know
0: i'm not i'm not like pat myself on the back my point is be kind to people you never know that was weird for impression, but I hung out with him a few more times. I saw his comedy. He's very funny. We became buddies. We like the same food. We like the same spots to hang out. Like, and we're, we're good friends now. And so it's like, if I just judged him on that first impression and I saw him again and just didn't talk to him or was like, hey, what's up? Or whatever, then we would never be buddies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. That's pretty cool. Be kind.
1: Agree. Have you ever gotten any bad advice?
0: Uh, if I did, I just uh, I don't remember it because <laughs> I didn't use it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I just use what I think works for me. Yeah. And I think I, I I'm 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 a big believer in like going where the love is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I
1: agree with that. You know what I'm
0: saying? Like it's like if if something's not working out for you, then you don't gotta do it. And if you don't enjoy it, don't do it. Like if, mm-hmm. but because there's a million things you can do in any ass in any job or any profession or any career. There's there's a lot of ways to be successful or do what you want to do. So if one way isn't working out, you just go the other way. So if there's some advice that someone gives me and I don't like it, then I just go, to, I don't need to use that. You know, Mark Norman told me, like, keep your head down and work hard, which I think is great advice, but, you know, i tweak it a little bit. You know, like, you don't got to always keep your head I, I down.
1: I don't think you have to keep your head you don't down to
0: Yeah, maybe that's bad advice. You don't got to keep well, keep your head down in terms of, like, in the sense of, like, don't be, like, boisterous about what you're doing and what you're yeah. working. Yeah, like, like, I do
1: think, I don't think you should talk about your projects until mm-hmm. they've come to fruition. I agree. You know? I agree. So I do agree with it in that sense where you're just, like, keeping your head down and you're working. Mm-hmm. But don't, you know, keep your head down so much that mm-hmm. you aren't. Yeah, you
0: shutting yourself out or shut yourself e- off from, exactly. you know, from communication and, like, yeah. relationships and stuff. Yeah, that's, I agree with that as well.
1: Because you can still have a social life and be successful.
0: Agreed. You don't have Agreed. to totally you isolate just, yourself. I, yeah, do what uh, you Busy got. is a
1: drug. A mm-hmm. lot of people are addicted to it.
0: I might be. I hey, might I be. might be
1: too. I, it's interesting because when you're first starting out in the business, you get all this contradicting advice from different people and you kind of don't really know because you're young and impressionable. Mm-hmm. But then you, as you get older, you start to realize like a
0: lot of people are mm-hmm. full of shit. Well, that's the interesting thing. You gotta look at where you're getting the advice from. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, who who's giving you this advice? Yeah. Who that's 45 doing the same show you're doing. It, exactly. Is it the guy is it the guy who's also open uh-huh. micing after 84 yeah, years of exactly. doing comedy, or is it somebody successful that you respect yep. and that works hard and is kind and and uh, it continues to progress?
1: Someone is passionate about something and they're mm-hmm. just starting out on their career. Mm-hmm. Encourage them
0: inspire hurt or,
1: them get or, try to help them get or, to the top because there was a lot of people that helped me when i first started there mm-hmm. was a lot of people who shit on me as well mm-hmm. so and you're right about the people who tried to help me the people who were kind to me they're all the uber successful people mm-hmm. the people that are rude that are demeaning that try mm-hmm. to tell you that you'll never make it mm-hmm. whatever the they're bitter or whatever yeah, yeah. just because they're bitter mm-hmm. and they don't have successful careers and that's why they're projecting They're projecting
0: well the thing is like don't be that person. Don't be that person. And I also understand that when I'm young and new, when someone's young and new, they're naive and they yes. make mistakes. They yeah. don't know things. Help them. Help yes. them. Say, hey, man, like, that's not how you get on shows. What you should probably do is this and then email yeah. them a clip. And, and you know, keep, you know, you're very new. So keep working on jokes for like yes. six more months, maybe a year and like really tighten it before I, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a way. That's, there's a way to, to
1: constructively tell someone them. they're not doing something that's kosher or whatever. Or correct. They don't yeah. know who they, they just got,
0: know. they just got here. Yeah. I just got here. Be nice. I just showed up, 19. <laughs> no shit. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a good piece of advice. Don't, and I, I vowed, because that happened to me, to never be that person. So I vowed, yeah. and that's why, like, when the dude came in the green room, I didn't want to be. I didn't want to shit him. I could tell he was new. I could tell he didn't know this was an inappropriate yeah. or a weird question or like not cool to do. Yeah. But I, I didn't say that. I didn't say, dude, this is not cool. What the fuck are you doing? I said, yeah. Hey man, like, uh, usually this is how it works. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you treat people.
1: Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent of treating people oh, well. Yeah. So I it's love not that. Hard. You gotta, it's not hard at all. Really I think it's hard. harder to be rude. I honestly.
0: do too. I think it's way harder to be rude. Yeah. I think it's
1: so be like fun. come here, bitch. Like, you gotta you like what?
0: try to yeah. come up with shit and like make it clever and like stuff. Yeah, I don't wanna fair. work when I'm not working. I wanna work on stage. That's it. Exactly. That's where I wanna be clever and funny and shit on people. I'll shit on you up there. <laughs> yeah. Up there I'll shit all over you. Yeah. But not not, not in the not... green room. No, I'll be I'll be rude as fuck up there. About everything, <laughs> but not to a person. You know. All
1: right. Well, I think we're about out of time. Thank you so much for coming on the pod.
0: Thank you for having me. This was mad fun. Yeah, this a was a good super time. Fun. I hope I didn't rant and ramble too oh much. Oh my gosh.
1: No, I love the ranting. I love the rambling. It's so funny. You're one of the funniest people I know. Ah, uh,
0: that's not true. Uh, no, it
1: is so funny and nice.
0: Thank you. That means a lot. I really yeah. appreciate that. That's very kind. Yes. And true. you too. You're one of my favorite people. Thank you. You're the sweetest people. You're hilarious. I love all your stuff. And thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah. Come back anytime. Next time you can bring Natasha.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll do a couples interview. She would love it.
1: I love interviewing couples. Absolutely love it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. You know, the last time I saw you, you were about to go on stage and you were worried because her dad was in the audience and you were like, should I do this cum joke? (laughs)
0: Uh, It was a pussy joke. (laughs) And it wasn't about her pussy. Explain (laughs) that. I explained that. And he goes, yeah, but you're talking about, like, you fucking pussies. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, w-. I was like, yeah, but not your pussy. It's so not- you
1: did, the, did you do the I joke? I did not do the joke.
0: <laughs> because she was like, yeah, but if you're talking about you and pussies, my dad's going to assume it's my pussy.
1: But they've seen your stand-up online, I I assume. know.
0: And her dad has a good sense of humor, so I don't think he would have given a shit. Yeah. And it's it's very far removed from me fucking pussies, okay? the joke is about a rapper talking about pussies and then I'll tell you, like, oh, well, my experience. This is how, yeah. it was like, that's not how pussies are. This is my experience. This is how pussies are. And yeah. so I was like, I'm not saying, like, this is how the, my girlfriend's pussy be. You know what I mean? So, but, like, she's like, yeah, but my dad's gonna think like, that's your experience with my pussy. <laughs> I was like, I I guess, I guess I could see that. But at the same time, I think he's just gonna laugh. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I didn't do the joke. That's... I liked the joke, but yeah. I didn't do it.
1: That's so funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Alright. Yeah, went on a pussy note. Well, pussy note. Thank you, man. I called you, man. Thank you, Ren. Listen again, it's
1: so Edit hard that to shit. Me. It's Edit that than, shit. Like, not, I got... not in
0: 2022. I can't misgender you at the end. Edit that shit. I'm gonna do it one more time. <laughs>
1: Call me it. I don't give a fuck. No, 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 I, no, no I'm, I'm It's doing... better. That Starbucks sometimes they'll. I think they do it to fuck with me. Mm. They'll write like Ken, like K E N. I'm like, should I start wearing more makeup here? <laughs> um, you know.
0: All right. I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you a quick thank you, Ren, so you can cut out the thank you, man. Here we go. Thank you, Ren. Appreciate you.
1: I'm probably still
0: not gonna cut out the thing. Ah, fuck! Enlighten <laughs> 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 me, bitch I be a boss. I got the sauce, no point in fighting me. Demons leave them torch, I run my kingdom. Call me sire, we never taking L's, only lessons. No, we never counting fails, only blessings. Never stressing. Enlighten me, bitch I be a boss. I got the sauce, no point in fighting me. Gang they hyping me, rightfully. I am stable, I am able, I am wealthy, full of health, on a ride, I got the belt. You got a problem? Check yourself, bitch.